a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This show is called Live Mike here on KSL News Radio, and you are listening to episode 29. That's pretty good. On Monday, we'll be broadcasting from the Utah State Capitol building for episode 30. We're going to speak to lawmakers. We're going to learn about some of the priorities and uh, try to discern what will uh, be important up on Utah's Capitol Hill this coming legislative session. Uh, I want to jump quickly into this next segment. I, this morning, listen to this. Let me just brag for a second. I, man, did some accomplishing this morning. I did some winning this morning. Before even 9 a.m., you were probably still asleep. Before 9 a.m., you know what I had done? I had already interviewed a United States senator and, and on Utah's morning news, I took on superstar reporter Mary Richards in uh, the Masters of the Universe news trivia uh, contest. I'm going to give you one guess who came out victorious. That's right, yours truly. I won. I'm a winner. That was all before 9 o'clock. So uh, that's me bragging about the, the trivia victory. Now let's get to that conversation I had with a United States senator. Uh, it was with uh, Mike Lee. <clears throat> he gave me a call at my desk, and I uh, recorded that conversation. I'm going to share with you some excerpts from it. Now, you, uh, have having been listening to this program now for about a month, you know that <clears throat> one of the drums that I beat has to do with things happening in Congress other than than impeachment. I used to be a congressional aide there, and I know it's very important uh, to always remember uh, that when there are distractions, uh, when there are big things happening, there are still uh, staffers and legislators who are dedicated to uh, the other good work that uh, fills in the gaps and may or may not make the headlines, as is uh, the case with the impeachment proceedings right now. Well, uh, Senator Mike Lee, he sent uh, a note yesterday, and it has to do with uh, a letter that he and and a number of other uh, legislators signed and sent to to Secretary Pompeo. It has to do with money being given, uh, taxpayer money being given to domestic NGOs. What's that? It's a non-governmental organization. Domestic, of course, meaning uh, located here in the United States. And then, in violation of the spirit of this administration, uh, funneling that money uh, to abortion efforts overseas. So you understand how that works? There will be an NGO, a non-governmental organization here in the United States receiving via grant or other uh, means money, taxpayer money, uh, to fuel their operations. And then... Now, here in the United States, they can't then turn around because of uh, policies put in place by the Trump administration. They can't turn around and and affect abortions here in the United States. Uh, But there is, uh, as some would describe, a loophole uh, which allows them to then send that money overseas and work with other foreign organizations uh, to uh, carry out abortions there. Now, uh, there are a number of folks who aren't too happy with that. Senator Lee is among them. So this morning, he and I had a conversation, and uh, the idea for this letter comes from something called the Mexico City policy. I asked the senator about that just this morning. The Mexico City policy essentially says that the U.S. government shouldn't be funding abortion activities overseas. And what we have asked is that Secretary Pompeo and the administration adopt a a policy that would also say we shouldn't be giving abortion money 
to U.S. non-governmental organizations either, especially where we know some of them are going to want to spend that through their overseas arms. So you can see kind of the, the makings of a loophole there. I asked uh, Senator Lee about that loophole uh, that the other members and he have uh, highlighted in a the letter they signed. I asked him to explain uh, how he'd like to see that loophole closed. Well, we've acknowledged that the President Trump and Secretary Pompeo have shown their willingness already to step up and defend innocent life here at home with protections put in place for Title 10 funding. And we encourage the Trump administration to hold domestic non-governmental organizations to the same standard in, in foreign assistance that they were held to in Title 10 funding. Domestic NGOs should have to maintain physical and financial separation from abortion-related activities within federally funded programs. You heard him make reference to both physical and financial uh, separation. I didn't quite understand that. I asked him to clarify. Yeah, yeah the, the institutions themselves. Uh, we don't want to be creating a loophole around the Mexico City policy, allowing somebody merely because they have a U.S. affiliate or because they are owned by a U.S.-based non-governmental organization to nonetheless receive and deploy U.S. taxpayer dollars for abortion uh, provision and advocacy overseas. So he says he says much more, and I'm going to share that with you in a moment. But let me explain exactly what he's uh, doing here. He, along with uh, about 49 other uh, pro-life legislators, have called uh, for an extension of a policy called the Mexico City policy, and it is uh, a policy which uh, forbids. Uh, domestic NGOs, non-governmental organizations from taking money they receive from the taxpayer in the form of grants or otherwise and then funneling that to organizations outside of the United States uh, who, for their purposes, uh, are providers of abortion services. Now, <clears throat> this comes at an interesting time. Uh, today is the March for Life. The president spoke uh, today at that March for Life uh, and Senator Lee just before reporting to the floor of the United States Senate to hear from uh, the House managers prosecuting the president uh, for his articles of impeachment. Uh, he joined the president. In fact, if you see the video, it's Senator Lee standing right over his shoulder. He was there on the mall uh, in Washington, D.C. for that event. I'm going to share with you uh, the rest of Senator Lee's comments as well as what the president had to say there on the mall during this March for Life in just a moment. But let me explain to you uh, how the senator, along with those other pro-life legislators, intend to close this uh, quote-unquote loophole. And it is through a letter. Now, forgive me while I go back to Schoolhouse Rock here for a second. The, the senator is a member of the legislative branch. Uh, all of these other legislators are, of course, members of the legislative branch. And they have observed a piece of executive policy which is allowing for this loophole to be exploited. Executive policy in reference to the executive branch. So under the direction of Donald Trump, uh, you know he has a number of cabinet secretaries. The cabinet's uh, made up of various secretaries like... The Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo. Mike Pompeo is the recipient of this letter signed by Senator Lee and these other legislators asking him uh, to, within the authority granted him by Congress, uh, close this loophole and ensure that taxpayer dollars are not going to fund uh, abortions overseas. Uh, and I asked uh, Senator Lee at present, to what extent are these NGOs abusing this loophole? I can't quantify it at the moment. I don't have that data in front of me, but I, 
I, I think the best way of putting this is to say we know this sort of thing can happen, that it certainly does happen on occasion, and we don't want it to happen more. The Trump administration has put the Mexico City policy in place, and it has strengthened it. And as that happens, there's always going to be a temptation for people to try to circumvent it. This is a way of making sure that it's really hard to circumvent it. The senator sent this letter to Secretary Pompeo asking him for something. I inquired uh, of the senator if he expects a satisfactory response. Yes. Yes, I am. Uh, This has been the most pro-life administration in modern history. And uh, I I have every expectation that they're going to do the right thing here. The senator also let me know that he'd be attending the March for Life today. By the way, I should mention while we're on this topic that uh, this is an important day both in Washington and throughout Utah and across America where people are marching for life. Uh, we're, we're, we're marching uh, in part out of sorrow to mourn the loss of those who have lost their lives to abortion, but we're also marching out of joy, out of respect for the eternal and inestimable value of each human life. And I'm very pleased uh, that that I'm going to be there, and I'm very pleased that the President of the United States is going to be marching in the March for Life as well. That's the end of my conversation with Mike Lee this morning. He, after that phone call, went out to the mall in the United States, uh, capital city of Washington, D.C., and standing uh, just behind Donald Trump uh, when he offered these remarks. It is my profound honor to be the first president in history to attend the March for Life. We're here for a very simple reason, to defend the right of every child, born and unborn, to fulfill their God-given potential. So that's that. That is the conversation I had with Senator Mike Lee this morning regarding some things happening in Washington other than the impeachment. In the next segment, I'm going to tell you a story. Yesterday, I took my wife and beautiful young baby to a bookstore, and I met an interesting man. I'll tell you all about him next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.